everyone, and welcome back, or thank you for joining us if it's your first time. This is the MindWealth Podcast, and my name is Chelsea. Get ready to sit back, relax, and unwind while we chat about all kinds of things. This week, we're chatting about relationships, specifically green and red flags. What are they, if you're unaware of the terminology? And finally, what they might mean for your relationship, why you should look for them, and generally, how to interpret them. Green flags are positive things in relationships. They allow us to know if things are going to work for the long haul. They make us feel safe and demonstrate a person's openness, values, and character. Green flags highlight healthy behaviors and opportunities for growth and connection. So, what are some green flags? Well, the ability to have an open and honest conversation. You don't feel like it's hard to talk to them. You feel like you can have your own opinions, and even if they differ, it doesn't change the foundation of the relationship. The ability to have hard conversations without turning these things emotional, meaning that you can discuss things that are hurtful while being kind. Choosing not to yell or say things out of emotion or spite. Being empathetic when things go wrong, as well as being vulnerable. Communication is a vital part of any relationship, romantic or otherwise. So let me say this loud and clear for the people in the back. Being clear in your communication is kind. Clear is kind. State what you mean. Don't leave intentions up to guesswork. If you're upset with someone, say it. Give them a chance to fix it. If they ask how, give them a straight answer. We don't play guessing games with the ones that we love. If you love and you care about somebody, say it. We need more positivity in our lives. We need to share the good and remind each other that we do care. We need to share the great things that happen in our days, not just the bad ones. Another huge green flag is the ability to apologize. We are all human. I repeat, each and every one of us is human. We all make mistakes. We all mess up sometimes. And being big enough to own up to when we played a role in someone else's hurt is huge. We don't want those half-hurtful apologies either. None of that, I'm sorry you feel that way, or I am sorry you feel upset by what happened. I want you to say it loud and proud. I am sorry I made you feel that way. It was not my intention. If they don't come to the table, that's on them. But I want a full apology. Those half-apologies, or emotional vampire apologies, are there to shift the blame off the person giving the apology and put that blame somewhere else. It suggests that their ego is more important than the person that they hurt, that their inability to take accountability is actually your problem. Newsflash, it's not. If you struggle with making apologies, here are some options to help you apologize, to move through the pain of the mess-up and start moving forward in your relationships. I should have considered my actions more readily before making the decisions I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't take into account your feelings when I made those choices. I wasn't thinking. I see that I have hurt you, and I am sorry. I wish I could take it back. I can see that my words hurt your feelings, and that is not what I meant to do. I am very sorry. Another huge green flag, if someone is your safe space. What does that mean? 
When you spend time with this person, you feel re-energized. You feel like you're being heard and that you're taking steps into your authentic self. And it's possible to be your authentic self around this individual. They make you feel accepted, however you show up, and encourage and empower you to be whatever you strive to do or be. They validate your emotions. Green flags also include respecting your boundaries. They may give you a gentle question here and there if you continue to turn down plans, or they'll ask if you're doing all right. But they respect that you have your own life to live and your own things to do. They do not punish you for being busy or for getting a special event. They never mean to miss things, but sometimes life just gets in the way. And people who care about you shouldn't make you feel worse for already having to deal with outside circumstances. These people are comfortable in making future plans. They're happy to talk about what you two might do in the next few months or years. They want to make time in their schedule for you. And they want to give you advance notice so that you can share in their life. But they also understand when plans change. Green flags notice little details. Maybe not all the details you want them to notice, but in their own way, they make you feel special. Perhaps they are extremely generous with their time towards you, or show gratitude when you take time for them. Or they are very complimentary when you change up your hair or your style. Small acts that the person does to show you that they care are giant steps towards building connectedness with one another. Now, to flip the script and talk about red flags. Are these individually deal-breakers? No. But they are definitely things you want to consider both in yourself and in others. These are things that show strong negative behaviors that could lead to painful complications in your relationships. But the good news is, they are all things that can be changed with time and effort into altering those behaviors. And I'm going to preface this because I don't want anybody to feel personally victimized by any of the things I'm going to say next. These are all general. I didn't have anyone in mind when I was talking about them. I'm just explaining red flags. Here are a few examples of red flag behaviors. Lack of trust. They're constantly checking on and double checking or constantly telling you how to do things. Manipulation. They use your emotions against you. They play to your weaknesses. They take advantage of your kindness by using things that you care about against you. Not willing to ask for help. Constantly not allowing you to assist them, even if they could clearly use the assistance. If you feel low self-esteem, the person you are with or in the relationship with should be building you up, not breaking you down. Codependency. This happens when two people rely on only one another for emotional support. Poor anger management. They frequently fly off the handle. Things easily upset them. Or when they do get upset, it's zero to a hundred very quickly. Substance abuse. They overuse things like drugs or alcohol. Gambling, to detriment, could also be lumped into this. Jealousy. They are frequently upset at you for all of the little things you do, or they imagine you do, around or with other people. Inability to resolve conflict. Their ineptitude for accepting responsibility for wrongdoing. Their lack of compromise or ability to come to the table to talk. Lack of emotional intelligence, or the inability to perceive and manage emotions, their own or others. Many of the red flags are just the opposite of green ones, but most importantly, you have to consider the way you feel when you're around that person or with that person or thinking about going to see that person. 
If something feels off, it usually is. So take some time and try and put your finger on what bothers you specifically about the interactions you have and see if it falls under a red flag category for further inspection. How do you approach red flags? How do you deal with them? First off, the red flag is probably something that makes you feel like your needs are not being met in the relationship. If it is a friendship and you feel like you're always the one giving, if it's a partnership and you're the one doing all the work, if it's a situationship and you're way more into them, if you feel like the give and take is always more of a give from you and more of a take from them, it's time to consider your own needs. All relationships require communication, but sometimes in order to speak up for yourself and what you want out of a relationship, you have to take the time to figure out what that is. We lose a great deal of ourselves in the bonds we make with others, and it's important that we take that time to recenter and really consider what it is we want to ask the other person. Take time to form your thoughts and your words. Take time to unwind your feelings and get to the root of what is really causing you problems. Sure, they left the toilet seat up for 10,000th time, but is that really what's bothering you? Or is it the fact that they live like you don't exist in their world? That they don't take time to consider you? If they took that extra time to consider you, would you even care if they forgot about the toilet seat? Our emotions cause us to make mountains out of molehills. So really take some time to explore why you're having the emotions. And know that emotions aren't truth. They're just information. Where are they really stemming from? Sometimes journaling will help you work this out. Sometimes talking it out with a friend or a family member. You need to take the time so that when you do confront the red flag behavior, you know what you're actually trying to fix. Communication is the next big step. As I said before, clear is kind. Don't leave things up for debate and quell whatever demons you can in those conversations. When I'm having a hard day, and I ask another friend to allow me to vent, I check in with them that they have space for it, and I let them know what emotion I'm struggling with, and that it is not directed at them. Just setting the conversation up calmly can be such a game-changer. Remember that when you do communicate, they may not have even realized what they were doing was hurtful to you. So try your best to state things factually. Tell them specifically what they did that hurt you, and why it made you feel hurt. This will help them not repeat the actions in the future and cause more undue stressors. Work on emotional regulation within yourself. Talking about things that hurt you and having the hard conversations always invoke emotion. So, even while having the decession, give yourself space to breathe. Maybe you need to take a step back and pause the conversation to collect yourself. Use your voice and let the person you're talking to know what you need but also be thoughtful of what they might need. Make sure you're being honest with yourself when dealing with the red flags as well. Don't shy away from the truth. If they hurt you, say it. Tell them why. Explain. Don't just continue to brush it off as if it's a misunderstanding. Set boundaries on what you will and you won't accept. Let them know what you need and what things are deal-breakers. And listen when they explain theirs. Reconnect with your friends and your family. Negative relationships can become very isolating. Make sure you're reaching back out to your support systems. Spending time with these people will help you reconnect with your core values. 
reach for people you trust to be honest with you, but also gentle. Let them know that you value their friendship and you care about them, that you've missed them and you're sorry for the disconnect. Lastly, you need to know when to leave. Not all new beginnings are meant to last, which does suck because you did have some good times. But when the relationship or friendship becomes destructive, it's time to go. You are holding yourself back if you continue to stay stagnant, and you are likely not nurturing or accepting relationships that could help you, instead of hinder you while you sink. So take the chance on yourself, love yourself, and work on getting out. We all go through life at different speeds and in different ways. We all learn how to handle ourselves and others at different paces. Red flags are things you cannot ignore. They will eventually ruin your relationship with anyone, if not addressed. While all relationships don't maintain a constant give and take, there will be times when you're the giver or the taker. Ebbs and flows are a part of the balance, and if you find yourself constantly being empty, you need to speak up. A huge part of loving someone else is also loving yourself enough to say, no, this isn't right. For you to set boundaries, to be the healthiest version of you, so you can give the best of yourself to the people you care about, that's always the best option. You are worth it. And as always, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I've enjoyed our time together. If you want to join me again for another chat, you can keep your eyes peeled every Wednesday for a new episode. Feel free to follow me at MindWealth on Instagram if you want to get to know me a little bit in the meantime. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. 